Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Raw? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Raw? I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amston, and this is Reister or Raw. So, Jack Del Rio, head coach. Oh, well, sorry, defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders got fined $100,000 for his comments about the January 6th dust-up. And it was his head coach, Ron Rivera, who did it. This man was not playing around. Um, Also, the Live Golf Tour is creating a dust-up. 17 PGA people have have been uh, suspended. Come on, man. We know what this is about. This ain't about the human rights issue. This is about competition. Geico had to pay $5.2 million in a lawsuit for an insurance claim that they didn't have a damn thing to do with. And it's over an STD. Um, Coldstone. Mm. Closing the doors at 829? Not serving people after 830? Come on, man. And Ralph has beef with the Golden State Warriors. So uh, I'm not feeling the beef with the with, with the Warriors because uh, Ralph has absolutely lost his mind. But, yeah. So we're, we're going to start, though, with Jack Del Rio. And Jack Del Rio sent out a tweet and then put his foot in his mouth even more when he was talking about the January 6th uh, insurgency, the the insurrection that happened at the Capitol, and he tweeted out that you know that he would love to understand the quote unquote whole story about the summer of riots, looting, and burning, and the destruction of personal property that is never discussed when people are talking about the January sixth insurrection. 
And I'm like, you moron. First of all, there are two separate things. There have been buku arrests as it relates to looting and rioting because I don't condone looting and rioting. But to act like that this was a dust up at the Capitol, there's a difference between people rioting and, and some of them being upset because of injustice that's happened in the country being frustrated. Looting, some of them are absolute opportunists in this deal. 100% opportunists. That they were trying to, you know, that they saw an opportunity to get some TVs, get some shoes, get some whatever, and they took advantage. Those people should be locked the hell up. And the difference between that and and trying to overthrow the government, kill the vice president, and assassinate members of, of Congress. And now he's been fined $100,000, not by the team, but by the head coach, Ron Rivera. And that money is being donated to the uh, Capitol Police Memorial Fund. Oh, because they had officers die. Now, Jack... He tried to issue a lame-ass apology yesterday, but his backpedal wasn't fast enough, Ralph. This is true. Um, it the, the comments really caught me off guard because it felt like he was asking why the federal government is so interested in investigating something that happened on federal government property. Yeah, um, and they're not and talking like they, about... The uh, the thing that happened in freaking states that the states are taking care of. Moreover, I mean, well, the, first of all, the answer to Jack Del Rio's question was in question. Like, it was in like, what? Why are they so upset about what happened on federal government property? What's the federal government got to do with what happened on federal government property? Everything. They were trying to lynch the vice president. Now. I've seen a lot of people come out and say like that the January 6th thing is an overreach because the vast majority of the people who were there were just like lemmings and idiots with no plan whatsoever. Yes, <laughs> I 100% agree with you there. Uh, I also feel the exact same way about the burning of federal property that happened in Portland in the summer of 2020, which is what I'm assuming that Jack Del Rio is referencing, which is why over half of those cases have been either reduced or dismissed. Right now, there's still like 39 people that are awaiting sentencing or trial for participation in those specific riots that I think that 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 he was referring to or that other people have brought up to try to defend him. Like there still were a bunch of arrests made. And if people remember, the federal government descended on Portland. Thank you. Chad Wolf, Chad Wolf brought the federal government to Portland. Yep. And more so when stuff in Portland continues into 2021 the federal government and the fbi continued to make arrests and continued to push Ten thousand uh, people have been arrested across right. the country for looting rioting and stuff like that Ten thousand. one of the biggest differences is when somebody is a cosplaying antifa weirdo they're usually dressed in all black with their face covered up and the only way to identify them is if somebody rats them out or they have any other identifiable markings the January 6th thing was a perfect storm for prosecution because every single bit of that was filmed by the participants who were a large majority anti-maskers well, and who didn't then, even want to cover up their face during crimes because they wanted to prove a point about not wearing masks, which has contributed to the ease of arrest and prosecution of the people involved. But what and, the federal government is trying to figure out is how much of this was encouraged and how much of this was not stopped. Thank you. When it could thank have you, stopped. thank you, thank you. That's the that's the that's more of a problem than even the people storming the Capitol. It's if the president and anybody else in the Senate, in the in Congress, had any prior knowledge or encouraged this in any way. And then we heard right. comments that that Trump made yesterday. Well, not not we heard them yesterday. But if those things are true, bro, man, if you don't get the hell out of here. But but let's stay on the Jack Del Rio thing. Now, he's a coach and people are like, yo, what happened to freedom of speech? What happened to this and that? Well, the sports is the entertainment business, right? He got fined for the same reason that Deshaun Watson is going to get suspended. 
Deshaun Watson is not going to jail. There were two grand juries. No prosecution is going to happen to Deshaun Watson unless something weird comes out now. But he's going to be suspended because he messed with the money. And Jack Del Rio, with his comments, messed with the money. You mess with the money, you will get a timeout. Right. And I, I, it, Jack Del Rio is getting more and more comfortable speaking his mind on issues that he's clearly like, he's just clearly off base. This is not a right versus left thing. You could be MAGA and be a coach. Most coaches are, especially white coaches. Like, uh, most men with a lot of money and control issues who go into the coaching profession are going to vote for Donald Trump or whoever he tells them to vote for. That's okay. I've completely made peace with that. And you can be open about who you support in your politics. And I don't think that you deserve the, the, the backlash from the loud and angry liberal populace who does not want you to think that way. However, when you are just objectively wrong, when you are objectively wrong and you paint the attempted murder of the vice president, the murder of a police officer, the subsequent suicides of police officers and the killing of one of the protesters in Ashley Babbitt, who was trying to break through a window. When you refer to that as a dust up, while like, People in Congress are hiding in their offices and hiding on the floor. When you refer to that as a dust up and you're the defensive coordinator in that same city. Oh yeah. That, that doesn't work. There were two things that, that, that saved the dust up from being what he called a dust up, um, from being, uh, bigger. That was the officer who ran the people the wrong way. And the fact that Ashley Babbitt got shot, that was a game changer. Because the people were like, oh, yeah, we won't be going in there because they're not playing around. Like they actually shot somebody like like that. That was the one that and it was so many people that saw it. They were like, nah, never mind. I'm going to head out <laughs> because uh, I didn't I didn't sign did you up ever, for that. Did you ever have any moments as a kid where your parents gave it? You tried to take a mile. You made it about half a mile before they reacted and then you got your ass beat. Oh yeah. Like, because, and I think one of the biggest pushbacks um, on some of the, the stuff that's going on is a lot of these people wouldn't be being prosecuted because they were successful in getting into the Capitol because there was sort of a police stand down and almost like a level of, it seemed permissiveness to keep Correct. them, to, to, that allowed them to get as close as they got, right? And once they got as close as they got, they assumed there was going to be no penalty for their actions. And so halfway into that, they got an inch and they're taking a mile. Someone gets shot and killed. And then everybody involved is like, but they led us this far. How could they react this way at this point? Like you clearly saw people trying to barricade doors, hold them shut with guns pointed at you. That was the line. Yeah. That was the line to not be, be crossed. And I think, uh, I, I personally, I'm not one of those people that's like, good, Ashley Babbitt got what's coming to her. I look at that as a tragedy. She's somebody who served the country. She's somebody who deserved to have her brain rotted by partisan politics and end up trying to storm the the, the halls of Congress. And it to me, it is a tragedy that, that she's dead. But one of the things that you could tell is there were a lot of casuals in that crowd because oh, sure. once they saw blood, they fell back. Oh, yeah. Right. And, and so and here's the other thing about Jack Del Rio, Ralph, is that if anybody should understand what because the what about was just absolutely just ridiculous. Oh, well, what what about them? These are two different things. And those people are being prosecuted by the states. But the other part is, is that Jack Del Rio in 1987. When the NFL was on strike, when the players went on strike, Jack Del Rio beat up. He beat up some. He beat up Otis Taylor, who was trying to go into the stadium because he was a scout for them, and he had retired from the NFL twelve years prior to that, and he thought he was a current player, like one of the, one of the scabs that was coming in. So he beat up Otis Taylor. He slashed tires, broke windows. 
of the scab players. Now, he's talking about in his statement, oh, I'm all for peaceful protest. A strike is a protest. Now, if anybody can understand what it's like for people to feel like that there's been injustice heaped upon them out in the world, Jack Del Rio should be the main one understanding that, knowing knowing your history, right, pal? I mean, that Jack Del Rio used violence to further his own means. Correct. Correct. Interesting. So, so, but it's curious. He doesn't understand it when it comes to some other people. He doesn't understand it when it comes to social justice, but he understands it when it was going when when it was at the Capitol, right? He understands it there. He's like, it was a dust up. And this is the same man. Like uh, reading his tweets over the last year have really given me a lot of insight on how he was, how he was with the uh, players. Because I got drafted by Jack. And he was billed as, oh, he's going to be a player's coach. Nothing about that. He was the type of dude who would high-five you in your face and MF you in the meeting but behind you. That's why players like Coughlin way better. Because I went to New York after... And to see, like, Coughlin would tell you the truth. He'd be like, listen, you, mm-hmm. you, you, you ain't getting it, getting it done, so, we'll, so we got to find somebody else if you don't. And players can respect that. And Jack used to talk about, I want leaders, I want leaders. Man, this is the kind of guy that I remember, we, I forget who we were playing, but Dion Grant, who was one of the best teammates I ever had. And he was a great leader. He played safety for us. Good community man out in Atlanta, all of this stuff. So Dion Grant, uh, so we were getting our ass whooped at halftime. Jack Del Rio comes in there, and my, mind you, at halftime, the players go into the locker room. Player, the coaches go have their own little separate meeting for like five minutes, and then they come mm-hmm. out to us, and then they talk to us, and then we'll have the little position meetings, and we'll talk about specific things that we're going to do differently in the second half. Well, Jack said, comes in there, don't nobody say a fucking word. Like, we're like kids, right? And so the coaches mm-hmm. go have their meeting. Dion stands up in front of everybody like, hey, yo, hey, yo guys, we're not playing hard enough. We got to step it up. We're, 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 we're better than this. You know, we got to have some pride, blah, blah, blah. Jack comes right back out. Dion, I said, shut the fuck up. Don't you say, a, nobody say a fucking word. You're benched. He benched Dion. For the rest of the game. For that. For trying to encourage the for trying team to be a leader. The team. Yep. Another time, this may have been 2007 or 2008. Mike Peterson, our uh, starting linebacker, really good player. We had played the Cincinnati Bengals. And, um, and this was, and mind you, I've been there since 2003. This was the first time Jack ever did this, right? Ever did this mm-hmm. in this whole, the whole time I was there. So the Monday after the game, he comes up, he's going to come up with this PowerPoint because he was starting to feel the pressure, the noise about whether he was going to be fired, like all of that stuff, even though he didn't get fired until a few years later. And he decides he's going to put up a list of all the things that everybody did wrong that caused us to lose on a PowerPoint. One of the first ones okay. was, Mike, was Mike Peterson. So we were down by 14 points. Mike Peterson gets a sack or a tackle for loss. He gets up and flexes like he always does. And he's like, Mike P, you're over here flexing. And we're down, we're down in 14 points. And he's like, bro, I was trying to get some energy going. We clearly didn't have any. That could be a momentum play, blah, blah, blah. Which made actual sense because we fed off of our defense a lot, all that. So then, um, which is again, I want to point out, not a reason why you lost. It's not a quantifiable reason why you lost. That's a matter of preference. Just yeah. a matter of preference. That's all that is. Yeah. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA Six Man of the Year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So... And then this dude, then he calls on Big John Henderson. Big John Henderson, mm-hmm. the dude who used to get slapped before the games by our trainer, Joe Sheehan. He'd be like, oh, I taste blood. I'm ready to go. Like, on some <laughs> Latimer from the program type stuff, right? So, and Big John was like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, 350. And he was, he, he had his couple screws loose. We used to call him Murdoch. <laughs> and this dude, so, and then Jack goes, and mind you, Jack's not a little guy. He's like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, like 250, 260, somewhere in there. And he's like, you know, carries himself like he's a tough guy. He goes, uh, hey, yo, big, big John, come on. You know, if we could please not do this, like total softball with, with, with big John. And everybody sees it because everybody knew that Jack was scared of big, big John. And right. then, um, and then Mike P goes. Oh, and then a couple slot, a couple things later, and Mike P bitching about something, something, something. Mike P stands up. Fuck you, Jack. Why you ain't talk to Big Big John like that? Cause you scared of his ass. Ooh, and, and then Jack acted like he wanted to fight Big uh, Mike. And then Mike Mike would have went down there and whoop his ass. But then everybody kind of held Mike back, and and they were like, Mike, 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 just 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 leave out of the meeting room. And you can Google it and look look it up. Mike Peterson's suspended. That's what actually happened in the meeting room. So man, yeah, it, it was just constant. 
Like he's a terrible leader of men. He is a good defensive coach. Like you, you can't deny the fact that he's a good defensive coach. But mm-hmm. as far as like his, his inconsistency, like that was the thing that failed him as a head coach is that he was inconsistent. Like we, we have a winning season, go to the playoffs in the off season. They put, um, uh, outlets and stuff in our lockers. And this is prior to that being standard issue in in locks outlets and lockers and players. And they put ping pong tables in the locker room. We lose two games in a row. He's snatching out ping pong tables and turning off the power to the, to the, uh, to the plugs and stuff like that, man. But, and it, and it felt like, and in seeing his tweets, it feels like he's a dude that you would, that is kind of like y'all, y'all did like y'all, y'all players, y'all should be lucky to be here. And not realizing that he's made tens of millions of dollars off of black bodies. So he should probably care about their plight from where they came from, their family's plight, and people and their friends. Like, like you would think that somebody who's made tens of millions of dollars off of other people's backs should be able to understand that uh like that stuff needs to be fixed out in the country. Right. And I'm I'm just I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I believe that what he's saying which is like hey i'm just out here saying give peace a chance i don't like violence of any kind so if we're going to talk about one violence let's talk about all the violence i highly doubt that him saying things that mirror right-wing talking points are actually original thoughts exactly they're not no they're not like he's he's watching oan uh he's watching you know uh watching tucker carlson at night repeating these these things yeah absolutely not and that and that's fine you have you have every right every right to have a conservative political mindset but the truth of the matter is there are media companies who have been incentivized to push back against any witch hunts against daddy trump and if you're if you're part of that then you're just being tricked you're the mark the next thing that we're going to talk about is the exact same thing like there are people who are being tricked who are easy marks and and all it takes is just a little bit of money and a little bit of media to get you there. Yep. 100 percent So so oh, so I guess the final question is, are you okay with him being fined a hundred thousand dollars? Uh somebody somebody uh, reached out to me and they, they said that there there's pro- there might be some creative accounting at work. Would they really take a hundred thousand dollars out of his pocket to get the Capitol Police yes. fund or is this you know, because like the head of the NCAA CP is calling for his job and um and, and stuff like that. Uh, do, if there was something in place that essentially it should be common sense. But when you're talking about taking money out of somebody's pocketbook, you would help that it's like, hey, there's written policy somewhere like don't don't embarrass the, the yes. organization, you idiot. Cor- like, cor- correct. So and, and I, now they're in a position to where they're trying to get public funding for the new stadium. And my, they need all they, the good PR they can get yes, and because the their owner DC, is constantly embroiled in scandal. Exactly. And the people of DC and Virginia, that whole entire area who have to publicly fund part of the stadium. Those are people that were directly impacted by what happened in January 6th. We all saw it on television. They saw it in person. Well, so what, who do you it, think the security are that works the games? A lot of them are involved with the Capitol Police. Yeah. Listen, bro. There's, and so that's why he got he got fined. That's why he got fined. All right. The Live Golf Tournament is causing drama for the PGA Tour. They're making it out to be about the Saudis and you know, and, and the upstanding right moral thing to do. But the PGA tour is upset that 17 golfers are going to go play on the live tour because it's competition and threatens the PGA tour. That is a bigger part of it than the human rights stuff and all that, because they listen, we take money from like, it's, it's almost like when, People started talking about like Nike in China, LeBron in China. 
Man, do you know how many of our goods come from China? Like mm-hmm. how many jobs China actually creates with the amount of exports that they take from us and the imports that they bring in? We're talking hundreds of thousands of jobs here in America. And so like, so like when, when people talk about Nike, they're like, oh, Nike's beholden. Well, what, what happens if Nike come, comes out, talk shit about China? And then said, and then China, we already know because they cut the NBA off. They just turned the switch off. So imagine if they turn the switch off on Nike's factories in Taiwan and everywhere where else, because it's too expensive to manufacture here in the United States. How that'll be tens of thousands of Americans out of jobs. Tens of thousands. Hmm. I wonder why. Oh, all the microchips that you like in your little fucking smartphones you won't have any apple would be apple would have a problem samsung would have a problem every single like walmart oh you like your little stuff at walmart you you americans it's gonna go away you like your stuff at, at where, wherever else that's the reason why and all your little Oh, and all your little politicians are invested in companies that are that are beholden to China as well. But it just becomes a very easy target. And that's what the PGA Tour is doing right now. They don't want the competition. It is not about the human rights stuff. For some players, it is. It legitimately is. And I think that that money comes at a price. Like you don't pay premiums for for stuff without there being money attached to it. I mean, stipulations attached to it. You may not get those stipulations on the front end, but but if they will let a journalist walk into an embassy and get dismembered and killed, what do you think that they'll do to your little golfing ass? <laughs> right. This is this whole thing has been fascinating to me because. Yeah, there are people that are defending the Live Golf Tournament by saying, like, yeah, look at all the other um, corporations involved in some level of human rights abuse all over the world. But there's a difference between corporations really allowed based on labor laws in, in, in international economy and the Saudi government literally paying for a league to exist in order to get better PR because not only did they slice up a journalist with a bone saw and put him in a box and pretend that it never happened, they also were the owner of 15 of the 19911 hijackers. Exactly. Right? Like they 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 are using the government's investment slush fund in order to better their reputation and one of the strategies is to give two well, golf washing is one of them. The other is to give Jared Kushner's investment fund $2 billion to invest in different Israeli corporations so that they can have a better relationship uh, with Israel. Because if you know, people who are historically inclined might remember that those two uh, nations were at war at one point. And so, um, you know, they're, they're using the money of the country to get some better PR. And here's the deal. If you like golf, fine. If you're going to watch this tournament because you think that the structure is better, fine. But understand that it's not a business model. They're not making this money back. They plan to spend $250 million in order to make you think more favorably of Saudi Saudi Arabia. That's what what the plan is. They're giving Phil Mickelson $200 million. They gave Dustin Johnson $110 million. They've given other golfers all these appearance fees and, and all of that. They offered Tiger $800 million. Tiger, Tiger was like, nah, fam. Nah, fam. And other golfers turned down large sums of money. Like, like you said, this is not a business model. They are. No. Because uh, this is not sustainable. This is not sustainable. Right. So the PGA tour needs to understand like, yeah, you can, you can suspend people. Sure. But they're not competition. They're not competition. The PGA tour is going to continue to exist. And if people want to take the quick buck and no longer be a part of the PGA tour, that that's their right. I, I don't know what to say How about the PGA tour's decision. Last? 
it's literally burning money, but they have that money to burn. So I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. And I think no, that a lot of these over, golfers over are under five years. I just want to see him get through this one year. They only have eight tournaments, right? And yeah. Bryson DeChambeau, who is one of the PGA Tour's biggest stars, just defected. So he just went went over to Live Golf. I think that it is a big impact. I think the PGA Tour needs to be worried. But for anybody that's painting this as a competition between Live and the PGA Tour, it's no more a competition than Chuck E. Cheese thinking uh, that they're going to lose business on birthday parties because one billionaire threw his only daughter a sweet 16 to make her forget that he made his money through pollution and that he married someone three years older than her. Like, <laughs> that's not going to affect Chuck E. Cheese's bottom line in their business. Like, they're in the business of pizza birthday parties they'll continue to be in the business of pizza birthday parties if one billionaire wants to throw a five million dollar party for his 16 year old so that she won't hate him that's not that's not Chuck E. cheese's business right so i think the pga tour is going to continue to be fine the star power that went over is star power that got built up on the pga tour yeah so the oh, pga yeah. will make new stars yeah. like it always does ralph i like that you are one hundred percent right about that. Um, would you take? Would you? Would you take that payout knowing, knowing we say because this presupposes that you're already a golf star, right? Okay. Would you take that like, short term like payout knowing? How big of a star? My guess is that Liv's only interested in people who are probably like top one hundred players, right? Uh, pretty, pretty much, yeah. So, so if, in I the mean, event, because what if the PGA Tour top one 100, because top 100, you're getting close to not being on the tour for the next year because you're automatically on for if you're in the top 125. So, OK, so if the Pete, if the but if the PGA Tour says that, all right, these are Pete Rose suspensions. Because I think that's the gamble that people are taking is that if this is a five-year suspension, well, I made $50 million, I can take the five-year suspension and come back later. Yeah, but if there's so nowhere like, to, like, if Liv doesn't survive, you're screwed, bro. If this is a one-year thing because they're like, listen, man, we, we, uh, we gave out all these payouts, we lost $500 million, and we don't see a way to make any of it back. And I know that this is oil money and it's coming out of the ground every day, but and then prices are through through the roof right right now we'll just change our oil prices and you know we'll make we'll we'll raise it 50 cents a barrel no problem so like yeah i mean there's that part of it but it's just like knowing that you're part of the Saudi Arabia uh rehab tour um where women still don't have basic human rights they'll throw gays right off the building me. and they it would not be right for me but here's the thing i say about everything Everything is for sale. Everything just ain't on sale. So there is a price and there are stipulations that can get everybody. Like there are some things that they could do to get Tiger. Give Tiger a billion dollars instead of 800,000 and say, look, we are, we are going to change our laws on women because Tiger Woods asked us to. Then Tiger, <laughs> Tiger's like, sign me up, baby. I'm going to go shoot, shoot, shoot. But Tiger knows that he's already going to make a billion dollars off of designing golf courses, merchandise, everything. And he doesn't want to yeah. put that and his brand in, in jeopardy because he's he's a unique case. All right. It is but Phil's willing to do it and Greg Norman's Phil's willing to do it. Because Phil's $40 million dollars in debt and they gave him $200 million. <laughs> Hell yeah, he signed yeah. up. He's like, more gambling money yeah. for me. You know what I would do. Yeah, I think you know me well enough to know what I would do. You would, you would not I would take do it because... Oh no, I'd take that money and it would go directly to the Association for the Protection of Defense of Women's Rights in Saudi Arabia and Jamal Khashoggi's family. Yep. What are you going to do? It's my money. You gave it to me. I'm going to spend it the way I want. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, the, um, now it is time for top five. Our top five of the day. So, um, Top five of the day. Oh, and today it is the top five badass action movie stars. Now, this list was fun for me. I thought it was fun. 
Um, who are your? Why are we doing this list? What 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 movie are you headed to see tonight? Uh, the movie with the planes and top, the jets top, and Tom Top Gun Cruise. Maverick. Yeah, yeah, Top <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Planes and jets and Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go see that. But that's what spurred the the decision to do the top five badass action stars. So not fictional characters, but actual actor actresses that would make you go out and see an action movie because they're in it. Yep. Okay. My number five, Harrison Ford. I know people can be like Harrison Ford. What are you talking about? Dude? We got, we got John uh, Lucas movies. So, so we got star Wars, we have the fugitive. John Lucas, the basketball coach. <laughs> no, you know what's 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 George name? George yeah, yeah George George, George Lucas. Lucas. Your name that, that number your name that is name's hard to remember. Um, he's the second most famous George behind George Reister. Come on, exactly. Now. So Harrison Ford, you have the fugitive, you have Air Force One. You know, like so many movies, Star Wars, all of this that he has been in. And I know people aren't going to be like Harrison Ford, but no, Harrison Ford is outstanding and an action hero star. He used to be even more when he was younger, but he definitely qualifies. I'm with you. If if Harrison Ford is in an action movie, I'm going to see it. That's why he is also my number five. Yep. Wait, he was your number five? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. My number four. Is Clint Eastwood. And mind you, we did not talk about these prior. So Clint Eastwood, it's weird because so yes, he's been in a lot of westerns, but he's just a badass dude, like in in terms of a bunch of m- movies. Like you go back to the Unforgiven, In the Line of Fire, um Sudden Impact. I mean, the the, the man's IMDB list is silly. Escapade in Japan, West Point. You know, so yes, he definitely qualifies. And I think Gran Torino was one of his best things because he was that's an my absolute favorite Eastwood movie. Badass old man. Like, I guess that's action hero is sort of, kind of, even though he wasn't quite a hero. I, no, or was he, he was a former war hero, massive racist but it is it yeah. is my it is my all-time favorite uh clint eastwood movie i think that's a good pick okay who's your number four my number four my number four is will smith mm. will smith if will smith is in a movie i'm gonna see it if will smith is in an action movie i'm gonna be more excited about it a couple of my favorite roles are not action movies um but my you know I'm, I'm always going to remember being 10 years old and seeing Independence Day in the theater. Um, and then, you know, everything he's done, e- even some of the ones that had to grow on me over time, like Hancock, um, yeah, Hancock is any solid. action movie that uh, enemy of the state is another one that I didn't really yep. like when it came out, but now when it's on TV, I, I catch like it, it every it time. Did you? Yeah. And yeah, and- I, See, I I think that Will Smith doesn't get enough credit because because there's some comedy element in his movies. And then when you think about it, Independence Day, when you think Men in Black, he's literally an action hero star. But it just it's a little too bubblegummy for some people to I am legend and all of that to feel like he's a true action hero Mm -hmm. star. I feel you. I feel you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Number three. Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, everything else, it is undeniable this man is an action hero star, Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick, everything. You, you cannot deny what this man has done. Jack, Jack Reacher, Edge of Tomorrow, War of the Worlds, The Last Samurai, The Firm, A Few Good Men. I mean, come on. Yeah, you're gonna like you're gonna like Top Gun Maverick. It's it's a it's a love letter to people who like seeing movies in theaters. Um, it I I can't wait to to talk to you about it afterward. Uh, my number three, it, it, and this is gonna be a little bit controversial, I think, but Denzel Washington. I get super hyped every year when a new Denzel uh, movie comes out, but when it's an action movie, which I didn't even really know. He could do. I, I think I remember the first Denzel movie I ever watched as a kid was an action movie. I don't remember the name of it, but Russell Crowe in it and Denzel played a cop who was in prison who had his arms replaced with robot arms. Um, and I, that was one of my first times ever seeing Denzel. So like in my head as a kid, I'm like, oh, this is an action star. But when he came out and did The Equalizer and Man on Fire, Man on Fire might be my favorite action movie of all time. Dude, it is it, super uh, good. It's 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 ten times like it's taken, but better. Like yep. Taken has so much hype, but Man on Fire to me is a is, is a better movie. So um, yeah. he he doesn't do action movies very often, but when he does, it's a big time take my money. So I, I love Denzel in action movies. It doesn't matter whether he's in anything. It is take my money, sign me up. Okay, that's an interesting pick, though, Ralph. Because he's my number two action hero. No way. Yes. Yes. No way. Dude. I didn't think you'd have him on there. No, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Man on fire, like you talked about. American gangster, safe house, 
flight, two guns, uh, the the equalizer. Uh, man, listen. Oh, and the equalizer three will be out in 2023 for for anybody who's counting. Um, but yeah, so he's my number three. I'm sorry, he's my number two. Right on. Uh, my number two is Arnold. Like, I know the, to me the the action star. Every summer, an Arnold movie would drop, and you would go. Whether it was End of Days or The Sixth Day or The Eraser or the Predator series, um, it it a uh, Last Action Hero. Um, what's the one he did with Jamie Lee Curtis that I? It's like the only Arnold movie I've never seen. It. Lies. Yes, yes, I love True Lies, dude. Yeah. That movie is awesome. Um, he did one. That gave me uh, he like did a one little, right a crush before... on on Jamie Lee Curtis when I was young. Oh, I was like the same age as Eliza Dushku in that movie, so I that that that's where my crush went for the next fifteen years. Um, dude, dude and I was like, again, oh, I, oh my gosh, she's she's in the lingerie. I had a moment. I, had a moment. <laughs> I can't lie. Um. So who uh, who is your number one? Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Easy. There you go. My my number one you've already mentioned is Tom Cruise. I was talking about it with my wife the other day, and it's like, has he made a stinker? Like ever? No. Like, and and a couple of my he's, favorite. He's like Denzel uh, Washington. Find a find a bad movie. The, I think I can tell you. I think the worst, the worst. Tom Cruise feature film action movie that I've seen is probably Jack Reacher. And that was still pretty good. Exactly. 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 And the worst Denzel movie that I've ever seen, he was still really good in it. And that was the little right. things. I hated that movie, but like, it wasn't the preacher's wife. No, I love the preacher's wife. It had um it, what what is your Houston favorite awesome. Tom Cruise action movie? It's one of the the the, the Mission Impossibles. Cuz I used to watch the old school okay. Mission Impossibles. Actually, I need to go back and watch those. Those those were like my favorite that and the Batman. Like the the old like Adam West Batman are my all-time faves. Mm -hmm. I loved Collateral. And yeah, I know that's maybe yeah, more suspense. Yeah. That role he played with Jamie Foxx. And then shout out to the best role ever, the best Tom Cruise role ever, uh, his little stint in Tropic Thunder, which yes. I really wish they would have made a film of On just that dude, character. Playing the dude, disguised as another <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, let's talk about let's talk about some of the people that you you that just missed your list. Samuel L. Jackson, Hugh Jackman, okay, Liam Neeson, Will Smith, Jason Statham, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Those are your near misses? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me know what you think of this one. Ian McKellen. Don't even know who that is. He was he was Gandalf and Magneto. So he played Gandalf six times, oh. Magneto like six or seven times. He, okay. It, technically, he's like more of like a theatrical guy, but I don't know. Yeah. I just know that if he's yeah, in something, I'm probably going to yeah. see it. Mm -mm. Um, no, I had he's, Keanu, he's which you have a really... Yeah, I have a tough time um, with, with Keanu Reeves Big, because, and I'll say my tweet, The Matrix and Avatar, the both of those first movies, because they're making a new Avatar too, are by far, like they're, like they're solid movies, but they're by far the most overrated, overhyped, over-talked about, over-given uh, credit for movies of all time. I, um... Not every take can be a good one, but also that's how I feel about Fast and the Furious. So um, I know he is an anti-Semite and a weirdo, Mel Gibson. but Mel Gibson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can. If, I can if Mel him. Gibson hadn't. He gave us have, Braveheart. If he and Mad Max and the Patriot and uh, Apocalypto, he directed that. Yeah. Right. Like uh, he's. It, it, had he not gotten himself kicked out of Hollywood by just being a terrible person and an yep. awful husband and father, he would probably be top three on my oh, list. Chris Pratt. And eh, I, I would put Bruce Willis in because he gave us the Bru time. Bruce Willis. Yeah. The, the, the probably the Bruce list. Willis deserves to be in over Chris Pratt, but Chris Pratt is in the Jurassic Park franchise and part of the, the Marvel mega machine. 
Um, Ru- Russell Crowe had a couple of before he he got a little heftier. He gave us Gladiator, Robin Hood, movies like that. Yeah. Um, Sean Connery. Yes, for The uh, Rock, Bond. No, The Rock. He's not an action hero star. I I I put him on my list at first, and I was like. I got a, the rock is made. I, I'm a big rock fan, right? Huge rock fan. He's yeah. made some shitty movies, bro. He's made okay. more stinkers than any other top, like actor like that. Just saying. What about Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck did some Batman, some daredevil. He did. He He's done a few. And I'm a Ben Affleck fan. I like the director better. All right. But, and I'm, I want to throw one female name out there because she almost made my list. She was my number seven, Uma Thurman. Mm, I would put Gail, Gail Godot on there first, but 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 Uma Thurman is is legit. And I she like killed little, Bill. Yes, and I like a little Charlize Theron too. Um, all right, new story, and we're gonna breeze through uh, these because these are hilarious. Um, Geico. The, the insurance company had to pay $5.2 million to a woman because she got an STD in a car from a man that was that insured that car. I'm sorry. Yeah, insured that car with Geico. This is the most frivolous BS lawsuit. People should never be rewarded for stuff like this, Ralph. Why weren't you wearing a condom with some random person? Apparently. Uh, so let me let's see if we can get some. Uh, and she got an HPV. Uh, like so. Okay. Yeah. Which there is a vaccination available, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but you. So the but woman. You, but you have to be younger to have gotten it. Like younger? you can't get it. Okay. Yeah. Like you can't get. Like you have to get it before you're like 12 or 14 or. Um, and she offered them a million dollars to a settle. Geico was like, hell no. And um, then she got $5.2 million. This is the most ridiculous story of all time. I got no problem with having sex in the car. Been there, done that many, many times. Um, <laughs> okay. I, have you ever had sex in a car? I mean, I plead the fifth. What do you mean you plead the that- fifth? It's either yes or no. No, I... Because when the founders of this country got together and they were putting together the Bill of Rights, the Fifth Amendment was designed to not have to answer questions about whether or not you've had sex in a car. Have I'm you respecting had, our. Okay. Have you have you have you ever had sex in a bed? I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh my God! Have you ever had Have you ever had sex ever? My four kids are adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so I let me let me let me read Geico's statement. Okay, Geico believes they did not have a meaningful opportunity to defend their interests at the time of Geico's intervention. Liability and damages um, had been determined by an arbitrator and confirmed by a trial court. Geico had no right to. Oh, that that's the opinion that Geico had no right to relitigate issues that have already been decided. This is scary insurance company if my car insurance goes up because of this <laughs> Bro. see 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 no you just admitted you just admitted on the podcast that you've had sex in a car that is going to be something that you have to fill out on a form your insurance is going up me not answering i'm going to be fine bro you messed up i messed up bro you have lost your damn mind um so this this lawsuit is super frivolous but i thought it was worth talking about because if this makes our in- dude, if you if insurance companies are now liable for things that happen in cars, good God, bro. bro, that is going to change your your the way your policies are written. Like if you are eating in a car, having sex in a car, doing anything in a car, we are no we are not insuring that. Blah, blah dude, your your policy on what can be handled in your car and not is going to be going to go wild now. I wish I would have known this when I lived in Arizona and I kept burning myself with the seatbelt. <laughs> Pay me <Nice>. my money. <laughs> Pay. Yep. All right. Um, okay. Here's a video that came out. This is 
a man and a wife, or sorry, a man and a woman inside of a cold stone. And for you to act like a little dickhead and do that kind okay. of shit to me, if we look and at the cameras, service if to we, me, if we look at the cameras and you come in at 8:30, what's gonna happen? I came in at 8:29. You, you did cameras, not check our cameras. system you're, you're, our phones. I walked out at 8:30 because listen, I'm making ice cream. Listen, I came out to finish you helping customers and you walked out. You we told you we were closed. You had us waiting in line. We can't lock yes, customers yes, in. We physically can't. But we were all busy. The line was all the way at the end. There's a sign on the door that says exactly what time we opened. Exactly we came at 829 You came at 830 on the dot. So because it's still like it's one, like it's one, one fucking minute. Yeah, but we want to go home. That's fine. But this well, we is can't, can't, because if we, we let you in, we let everybody in. We let you in at 830 on the dot. My daughter, who is four years old, and you want to do this shit for the motherfucking fucking hour. This is our first time meeting each other. You want to do this you guys are recording a story. Like, this is crazy. You guys can leave because we can call the cops if you want, honestly. All right. You want him? Excuse you. Excuse you. You want him? You're the only guy that we have here. You're a grown ass man. You're serious? You already fucking offended me. Excuse you. You can leave, sir. We can really call the cops. You're going to threaten a kid? A minor. A minor. You're going to get fired. I love it. A bunch of black Karens. No. Okay. So we didn't talk about this before the show. So which side is right? Are the employees right for saying that it was 830? We're closed. We're not serving you. Or are the the customers right like yo i walked in at 8 29 8 30 and i should still get my ice cream i think you're severely underestimating how i feel about ice cream um i don't see i, I don't see the it, this could have easily been handled be like hey i know we're here after closing here's an extra 20 for your troubles can you please just make me and my wife some ice cream it's been it's been a long night. I understand that you're closed. Let me pay you. Let me pay you for your trouble. Like I, I'm passionate enough about it to where I will fight one of your employees. I'd rather just give you some money. You're all here. You're all here. Like it, the the door was open. I came in. Um, okay. It, There's I, a difference. No, I'm sorry. Let me let me let you finish. Go ahead. I don't condone it. But I get it. <laughs> I can. I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't okay, so I the employees were dead ass wrong. If they if they work for me, they're getting a reprimand. Dude, they walked in at eight twenty nine, eight thirty, bro. Give that last person their fucking ice cream. It took you longer to fight with them than to give them ice cream. It literally as a franchisee, took, yeah. It took you longer as a franchisee, to fight with them with than you. to give them ice cream, bro. Like, like go lock the door. And if anybody else walks in, like, no, like lock, lock the door. And then you come out and then you let them out because I've had that happen. Once, once the door locks, said, people understand then. But if you come yeah, in the and store, say, they, they said, they said, we can't lock customers in. How many stores have you been in where they lock the door and then they unlock it to let people out? 50 times. And yeah, that, dude, that happens to be a lot. Yeah. And and the idea that you, dude, it, it's not like you are a burger stand and, and they're like, oh man, the, 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 uh, the, uh, we, uh, turn the, the fryer's thing. off. Yeah. Yeah. The fryer's off. <laughs> Once the fryer's off, there's nothing you can do. Dude, you're an ice cream shop. Scoop that shit up. Mick, put in your mix ins. They would have been out of there in two minutes. The video, which was part two, is a minute and a half. So they did this song and dance for a few minutes. It would have taken you less time to do that and check them out. Stop it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I almost oh, wait, 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 never. They said, and the employee said they came in at 830. Bro, like, and and on the clock on there, it said 8.42. So you sat there and had the people been in the store for 12 minutes. And you're going to sit here and argue, bro, just give them the fucking ice cream and go home. Shut the computer off, ask them to pay cash, and put it in your pocket. Bro. Bro. I, 
I almost never, never, never side with people who are rude to customer service. And I think that this person made a lot of choices and trying to fight a kid was very stupid and you shouldn't be cussing at people and you should have just turned around and walked away. However, this situation never needed to escalate. And if I was a franchisee and it was my name on that cold stone, it would not be worth the public debate for me. Exactly. Service oriented. I'll hook you up. You're my employees. I appreciate you staying late. You know, let me know when you need a day off. I know there's a, there's a, uh, uh, an employment crisis out here, but y- you you went above and beyond to make sure that I-, I still had a good name as a franchisee. Like, what what can I do for you? Exactly. That's me, though. I don't. Yeah. No, I would one hundred percent agree with you. Um, final final thing, because we're out of time today, Ralph. Warriors or Boston Celtics tonight? Well, the Warriors are soft, so I guess they're going to lose out. They're soft. Soft like Cold Stone ice cream. Soft. That is that is that is the devil's work, and you're gonna lose because you're a salty ass Sun Suns fan. So you got to enjoy a Warriors championship. So take that. I was rooting for the Warriors until Clay Clay Thompson came out and he's like, "Oh, cuss words." And then Draymond Green's wife is doing the same thing after he was flipping everybody off, and he cussed in front of his own kid in the press conference. Love it. There is no love reason it. for them to do to cry. Love it. Love you it. love the crying? Call the call the fouls. Call the fouls. Warriors are winning. I don't care what they do. The Warriors can do no wrong, just like LeBron. Goodbye. Have a good day. Just catch you on Monday. The, the same LeBron that, that got cussed at by Warriors fans and Klay Thompson defended the fans? Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> You're making sense. Goodbye. <laughs> Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.